You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. So today I'm at Jones's Beach here at Kiama Downs. This is the home of the national champions in the Rubber Duck Series. Australian national champions live here. And uh, over the years they've certainly built up quite a reputation in that sport. During winter, while we normally don't go to the beach, these guys are out practicing, honing their skills for the summer where they patrol using a rubber duck as part of their patrolling gear. This year that's been cut back a bit uh, due to COVID, but uh, I'm here with Josh Douglas, the club captain. They are an emergency services, so Josh, you still can practice during the winter? So COVID has hit our club as it has, it has hit everywhere else. So the IRB competition was cut short after we got a good start with that with the first round. The second round got cancelled due to conditions. Third round went ahead just up the road here at Rurilla Surf Club. But round four of the Premiership Series got cancelled due to the COVID conditions, which is now pushed on to the state championships were getting pushed back, but most likely cancelled. And national titles also due to COVID with borders being closed. We're not able to have effective competition there, so that's going to be cancelled, I would say, in the near future. Um, So, yeah, the IRB competition or rubber duck competition side, that certainly has been um, cut very short for this season after last year not really getting a go at all. So it's it's now two seasons that the competition has has been affected by COVID. But as you mentioned, we are classed as an emergency service, so some training in our IRBs and first aid is allowed to continue in a a slightly modified format. But, um, yeah, we can get onto that. So how do you keep the enthusiasm up, Josh? Uh, I mean, you've got this is a great club. It's certainly grown over the years. You've done a magnificent job here. I remember when uh, when I first moved to town, uh, the clubhouse was actually a, a, across the road, just an old container. You've got a beautiful facility here. How do you keep the interest in the young with young people in rubber ducks when uh, competition isn't part of what what they can do? Yeah, it is a tough one. It, um, as you say, we have grown the club and as well as growing the clubhouse has grown the community of, of families and friends around the clubhouse. Um, and I think that's where it comes down to. Um, there's a lot of people that you join the club. I myself joined the club because my friends were in IRB competition and patrolling here and that's what got me across and in. So the competition from the IRB certainly does draw a good crowd of people in. Um, it's just important that to let people know that um, we can still do those sort of things, so the training can still happen. Um, the friends certainly come along because they have friends that are patrolling. And the career paths that um, you can have. So you join uh, getting your surf rescue certificate at 13 or your bronze at 15. But from there you can either go the waterway with the IRBs and, and jet skis or you can head the, the dry path, which is your first aid and, and things like that. So there's just opportunities for, for everyone, which helps to, to build and family members come in and, and it, it starts from there. Well speaking of families, when I first moved here there was a young fellow, uh, Stephen Guy. He was being mentored by a guy called Phil Ross who was very big into rubber ducks. I now notice Steve, or Skip as he's well known as in, in the local community, I see he's got two, or a couple of children, I see two, um, that are right into, into uh, surf life saving as well. Yeah that's right and that's how the, the family grows. So. Um, 
Skip is now and his wife Nada are, are involved with the juniors and they've brought their kids up through Nippers which is, which is really good so it's just kept that family connection going and it just keeps growing and growing so Skip at the moment is, is our junior chairperson um, for the last couple of seasons and going into this one and it's good to get, as you say a good community member and it just encourages the local families and the kids to, to keep going and the kids then get onto patrols and then they grow up and they're of age to, to join the IRB team and, and things like that and they get their friends in which gets another group of family friends in and it just as you say it keeps growing just snowballs there from it there. does yeah which is good so we're about I'd say what six or seven weeks away from the, the seasons the summer season starting when people like me might come down and put their toe in the water again but uh, talk to me about the Nippers. It's a great organisation. I know my son went through the Nippers and we really, really, really enjoyed that part of, part of his development. So um, talk to me about Nippers. Yeah, well, again, you, you think the surf club is a summer sport or a summer activity, but um, the juniors have been having um, meetings of recent times and they're here today going through the equipment and ensuring that all the boards and the training equipment for them is up to speed and, and ready for the season. That kicks off in early October. Patrolling season kicks off on the 18th of September this year, so as you say, not too far away. So it, it's not long and we're back into it. But with the juniors, um, there will be notifications going out in the next few weeks to the schools and the papers and on Facebook to say, let's start getting ready for it. We are going to feel there will be a few impacts with COVID on our, our juniors, but um, we're hoping that the same as last year, we can run a, another successful season and, and the kids can enjoy it. And I guess that's the same for our, our three clubs in the district here, uh, Kaima and down at Gerringong. It's about this time of the year for mums and dads to start getting ready to, uh, to get back into the, uh, the summer sport. Yeah, it certainly is. It's, um, a lot of them are at netball and, and soccer and things like that during winter. And it is a good changeover period. People know that they're, you know, up to a certain date they're thinking this sport, but they know this is coming in the, the next few weeks, so they start to get their mind around what, what's going to be happening, encouraging the kids to say, we're doing the beach again this year, and of course they'll say yes, because it's great fun, um, and, and getting into that mindset. So it's still a few weeks off, but um, preparations are certainly well underway for another great season. Well, that's great, Josh Wall. Thanks very much again. Congratulations to you guys here at Kaima Downs for the work you've done to, as you say, build it not only the clubhouse, but it's the community that goes in the, in, into the clubhouse as well. So thanks very much for talking to me today. Best of luck for the rest of the winter and good luck in the coming uh, season coming up. Thank you very much. KCR, Kiama Community Radio.org. For the community, by the community. The last two weeks has been dominated by the Olympics and hasn't been great to see Australian athletes perform with distinction on the world stage. Wasn't it also great to see local 17-year-old Kieran Woolley defying gravity as he performed in his chosen sport of skateboarding? Unfortunately, Kieran made the acquaintance of a cameraman during the heats, but his score of 82.69 saw him make the final where he performed with distinction. The talk of the swimming world during the Olympics was Emma McKeon, who was stamped herself as Australia's most successful Olympian. Emma continued a family tradition of representing our country, with Dad Ron and brother David both competing at previous Olympic Games, while Mum Susie competed at the Commonwealth Games. What a hard-working family. Congratulations to you all.
My favourite Olympic moments were Arian Tipmas coming from behind to win the 200 metres freestyle. Kate Campbell being able to put a line under a fabulous career. The men's and women's rowing fours who both gave everything they had to finish in front of the competition. And what about Harrison Garside showing lots of heart in the 63 kilogram boxing to be awarded a bronze medal. Jessica Fox in the C1 canoeing to reach her dream of a gold medal after three attempts. And Peter Bowl in the men's 800 track. If Peter's story of courage and dedication didn't bring a tear to your eye, then I don't know what would. And finally, to the 480 Australian Olympic athletes who did our country proud, congratulations to you all from us all. It's fantastic to see junior sports south of the Minamurra Bridge starting to return in a fashion, with rugby league and netball playing fun games amongst those left in the local competition. Keep exercising and enjoy time out on the field, but please spare a thought for those in lockdown areas across the country. I really feel for those unable to enjoy the benefits of getting out and having a run around. Who would have ever thought that we would end up mask on, mask off? Sign in, sign out, and have our travel and contact with others restricted. Unless, of course, we were a surgeon, a bank teller, or a prisoner. That's all I have time for this week, but if you want your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program was proudly brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.